Good morning and welcome. It's We Are Live. Happy Monday, everybody. It's Chris Denman in St. Louis. The dancing lunatic next to me is our intern, Tommy, the intern, smiling live from Brooklyn, New York. It's Travis Terrell in apartment. Hello, Mr. Terrell. It is an honor and a blessing to be with you all this morning. We'll get to your fair fouls and uh, other segments in just a moment. Let's say hi to the producer, curator of streams. Captain of aggressive OCD with a bad attitude. Chris Gardner, everybody. No. Travis. I don't even know it anymore, starts man. starts the show like that in a half hour. You're just going to be yelling about everything. Oh, yeah. So if yeah, you're just, I am. If you're just listening. I'm fired up about this weekend. This weekend pissed me off. It's just Boy, I love, this to weekend. See, I love to see what really good, sets him off. It's, good it's, morning, gentlemen. It's St. Louis. Good morning, my my calm revolutionary brother in Brooklyn, for now. Mm -hmm. And good morning, Walnuts. Hope you had a good Walnut Weekend. Walnut Weekend, mm -hmm. everybody. Walnut Weekend. Mm -hmm. Travis, uh, we're going to do face-off today. That's always a lot of fun. We'll do some fair or foul, maybe even a melee. Face-off! Face-off! That's good. There it is. Oh, uh, Nicholas Cage is getting better. I like the side profile you did there. Yeah, that was good. Thank that you. That was good for the for the video listeners. That's premium content. We're gonna have to start charging <laughs> extra for that. Uh, Travis Patreon. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we need to. Uh, I think we need to just dive right in and understand. Um, despite your namaste greeting, um, what what's the source of your rage? For the weekend that prompted 943 group texts, 7,000 <laughs> 7, 7, tweets, and uh, God knows how many rats stomped on in uh, the streets of New York. Sometimes I'm sad I'm not in the group text, and then I hear stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm we could start one with you, but you're not going to miss anything. Yeah. But, yeah. And we're no, we uh, don't bear need to get the balloon. I don't, I don't know why my stream is being weird this morning, uh, so uh, I may not be able to rant until later. Oh. So I'll you that's that's I'm gonna wait till the speed catches up with my camera because I don't want to be rudely interrupted by technology. Mm, so gotcha. I'm, let's just go. We can move forward. You guys do your thing on the rundown, and once the stream starts to catch up, I'll jump in with a rant. Okay. Well, you rant away. Fair or foul mm. today. Uh, mm. Athletes coming home is your topic. Based on the weekend, uh, Mr. Albert Pujols came home to St. Louis. Who, where he does live in the off season, so it is his home. Uh, came home, large reception, both locally and nationally, and uh, we're going to do that for our fair foul topic: athletes coming home or athlete homecomings. Gardner, can I get a ruling? Yeah, let's go with athlete homecomings. Yeah, that's right, athletes, uh, athlete homecomings. So that's your fair foul topic. We'll give you ten bucks to Southtown Pub if. You happen to win. So you'll email wall at weareliveradio.com. Uh, for the melee, I think we need to keep on the same topic, and we'll uh, we'll get to that in just a bit. But, Gardner, did you, uh, did you keep a close eye on the weekend here in St. Louis with Albert Pujols coming back? There were some uh, emotional moments, uh, which, of course, you immediately looked past, uh, and you looked to the uh, self-congratulatory nature of things. Tommy, you attended one of the games. I think we all had our own little slice of it. 
I did not technically attend the game. Te- there's no technically either you attended or not. It I wasn't. didn't attend, but my dad was giving me play-by-plays oh, as I was going, and he gotcha. FaceTimed when Albert Which Pujols comic first came out. Were you reading? What? Well, this what was, was I doing while he was there? I think I was at home writing. Okay. I think I was writing. Were you being productive? Yeah. So you missed out on uh, fix buyer's remorse. Hashtag Pujols weekend. Hashtag. B-Fib self-gratification convention, oh, as I wow. was calling it. Who, who came up with that? Uh, I just was referencing it as that. <laughs> what exactly so. happened? Uh, well, actually, it's funny you ask, Tommy. We have a few clips here that we can uh, take a look at. Travis, you'll want to listen closely because I'm sure you missed out on <laughs> some of it. Uh, <clears throat> he shook his head up and down and looked like the flash. <laughs> <going really fast. laughs> um, so uh, Albert Pujols returns to St. Louis. His first at-bat in Bush Stadium since he left eight years ago. Here it was. Batting fifth, number five, first baseman, Albert Pujols. Just for a minute. This is pretty great. Guy gives you heart for 11 years here. Plays Hall of Fame baseball. Hall of Fame catcher giving him a hug. Fires the crowd up even more. Apparently he was crying. Had to have been. Back here soon. Still going. Oh, and Pujols lifts a fly ball out to center, and the catch made by Bader. I don't think anybody. Okay, can I can I jump in now? I'll I'll, I want to preface this. That was a very cool moment. Yes, I absolutely enjoyed that. That was worth it. Like that was absolutely deserved. And again, if I continue to be choppy and I screw this all up, please forgive me. I swear. I don't know why my internet doing this this morning, but I I did think that was a really really cool moment. And even a brother all the way in Brooklyn felt that felt the energy in the stadium. Thought that moment was absolutely necessary. I loved it. Did his stream freeze? But, uh, I don't mm, think he seems to be holding back. Why is he I smiling like that? He's waiting. I'm not. I I want. I just want it to be known that I thought that ovation was awesome. Yeah. I thought the ovations on Sunday were awesome. I thought the ovations on Saturday were amazing. Well, speaking I'm of still Saturday. on the fence. Okay. Yeah. You want to fast yeah. forward to Saturday? Speaking okay, of Saturday, Albert. Put on a little show at one of those at bats and got a got a reception from the B fib. Oh, did he get a reception from the B fib? Now, what is the B fib? <laughs> the best fans in baseball. Okay. And the two one pitch to Albert Pujols. Albert hits it a ton out to deep left. He gave us eleven years of memories we'll never forget. 
He's just given us another. Yeah. For an opposing player. Oh, Yachty throws dirt at him. Was that Groove Horn? He just hit a home run. Oh, Dakota Hudson? And it's not like. Look at Mike Trout. There it is. Oh, boy. And then this happened. Curtain call for an opposing player. Mm. Fantastic. So you have issues yeah. with this. Fantastic. Now, I don't like have. I don't have major issues with that. I, I grimace a bit. I grimace a lot, actually, at the thought of a curtain call for a visiting player. However, if you were to make exceptions for the rules, I'm okay with you making Albert that one. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but I don't totally hate that. The home run and the ovation was cool. Yeah, That was really cool. Curtain call, I'm on the fence. But again... Thought it all was necessary, even if I didn't agree with the curtain call. Okay, that's very measured and reasonable. Yeah, something your internet stream must be affecting your uh, ability to scream <laughs> and uh, throw fits. <laughs> I don't feel right right now. No, um, I think you've already alluded to it. Chris has alluded to it. Gardner, you alluded to it in our group text, and even talking with our former producer and good friend Michael Gaines about it online. I think it is the self-gratification of it all. First of all, is it truly sincere if the first reaction after giving Pujols that ovation is to worry about the thoughts of others outside of St. Louis? I think it's fair to question your sincerity because it shouldn't be about the people who don't know the story. It should be about how you feel about the individual and his relation to the city and the organization. Why do you concern yourselves with the opinions of others who don't care to begin with? That's what I don't understand with St. Louis. That's what I don't understand with B-Fibs. It makes no sense for you to care about people who don't give two shits about you anyway. So why are you wasting your energy concerning yourselves with their opinions on the way you treat players? I don't get it. I don't get why St. Louis needs validation from other sources to know that they're good people. I, uh, I have no argument. Again, mm -hmm. something's going on. No, right. I, 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 I was somewhat coherent. Dope. I really did. I did think the weekend was amazing. Yeah. And again, not even being there, I felt that. I wanted that to happen. I said it on Friday. I thought we should absolutely be giving the biggest ovations to Albert Pujols, but your reasoning behind it should be because he meant a lot to you and your fandom. Not that it's a way to prove national sports writers wrong. Not so you can piss off the fans in Pittsburgh and Chicago and LA. Or stay on it brand. It should be because... Or stay, exactly. So that's <laughs> my thing. I feel, I feel like St. Louis has to seek validation from places outside yeah. of St. Louis that feel like they're doing something special. And I wish they would get over that because you're going to be disappointed every time. People in other cities have their own shit going on. They do not care. They do not care to understand. So why spend so much time and energy worried about what they think? I'm often conflicted, and I look at this as being conflicted in a way too because 
it's got insecurity in it, but also narcissism mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. And so yep. it's kind of weird. It's like, oh, can those two really live together? Well, apparently yeah. so. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, you've met me. And, and, uh, uh, and, and so, like, I, I have no problem with any of the ovations or anything like that. And, like, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Travis. It was special and it was fun to watch. Like, I could feel myself just sitting there smiling while watching this go mm-hmm. down. Did it get to be over the top at times? Yes. Sure. That's when I think it gets to be, hey, we got to stay on brand here. The national television mm-hmm. cameras are on us. Let's make sure we uh, we be the BFIB and we let mm-hmm. everyone know. And I even put a poll out. I was wondering if uh, it was going to get so bad that if Mike Trout hit a home run that they were going to give him a standing ovation to show just how good of fans they are. They- and also knowing, hey, he's a free agent a couple of years, and maybe this we could say that this point <laughs> to us. We got him to come here. Right. Now, right. the results, I was curious to how the results might go. Um, I said, will the BFIB give Mike Trout a standing ovation if he hits a home run at Bush Stadium? 71% said no. 29% said yes. I uh, was disappointed to, to not test that yeah. theory. I was really that hoping – on Sunday Night Baseball that he would hit one so that we could actually get a look-see at it and see what uh, what might have happened. But unfortunately for me and my narcissism, that did not uh, work out for me. That didn't but, work out. But, but my thing is, like, I, I don't have no problem with the celebration of that and a person like mm-hmm. that, and, and the fans do make it special. What I'm going to find annoying is hearing about it 10 years from now still. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the part that it's not the now – it's the what lies ahead that is going to get to me. That's that's what'll be like. That's okay. tough to and let's put it. Oh, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. I was, it's tough to disagree with as well because I I'd, I'd give that as good a chance as anything for that to happen, yeah. and then people don't even realize <laughs> that they're doing it. Yeah. And then if you call it out, you're a jerk who doesn't like. Fun. Nobody said. They I, don't I was like talking to about fun. this with a bartender at my local water and holiday. He goes, "Oh, you're just looking for clicks." I go, "Trust me, I don't." I don't. If I want to do clicks, I'll post a video of Sean dancing. If everyone clicks, which we'll get to that yeah, in we'll a little bit. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. but it was just a few. It was a few tweets, um, and I, I like his Twitter. It's it's fine. Uh, Matt Sebeck, I know he works at Worldwide, and there are a few other local St. Louis personalities that I do follow on Twitter and social media, and, and I understand their sentiment. I think they're proud of what's taking place in St. Louis. So I'm not necessarily questioning their sincerity. It just it feels hollow when people point to things like this and then extrapolate the feelings and behavior of an entire city. That's just a moment. That's a small snapshot. That's 40,000 people inside of a stadium. That's, you know, 16,000 people maybe at Enterprise celebrating the Stanley Cup. Like, but let's all put that into proper perspective. Let's not make shockwaves by saying, well, now you can see that St. Louis is on the move. It's a baseball game, bro. It's a Stanley Cup championship, bro. It's not moving mountains. Stop making sports move mountains. You're going to set yourself up for disappointment every time. So it's just annoying. Like, so I guess if the Cardinals and Blues aren't winning, nothing good is going on in the city. Like, it's just so weird that we hang on tight to that when we've been (laughs) disappointed by it so many times. Like, like, what if, like, I'm going to reverse this a little bit. What if somehow, somehow, some way, maybe get lighter over there, uh, St. Louis City government <laughs> fixed things and like, you know, they had a budget surplus and things were rolling along and population was growing in the city. 
but the Blues and Cardinals were losing, would it just be, oh, this city, oh, shit, what are we going to do? Exactly. Like, that is insane. Yeah. That is insane yes. to think about. When but that's about what like happens the, when you yeah. wrap your identity up in sports so much. And it is, a, it's an entertain. that's that's the biggest entertainment probably. But, but I what, think Abby actually, I shouldn't say that because I think Forest Park is the biggest entertainment in the city. It just I isn't. Do agree. It just isn't. There isn't, a, you know, there's sports talk radio. There isn't park bench radio. Wait a second. Oh, wow. Wait a <laughs> second. We've just lost Gardner to his own idea. Park oh, radio. Oh. There it is. And you know what? You can drive it's through that park. Oh. Customized golf I carts. I there it is. That's right. Getawaycarts.com. That's right. Getaway carts. They're here for you. Guys, do we like customizing? Uh-huh. Without limits. Mm. Oh. That's right. Uh, be sure to check out getawaycarts.com. See all their uh, blues-themed carts they have for sale. That's right. You can make it happen. And uh, you can check them out online. You can get your cart, drive them around the neighborhoods that you live in. Maybe you live on the hill. Maybe you're in Benton Park, Cherokee Street. Wherever you're at, you want to uh, get around and style. Customize without limits. Check out getawaycarts.com for more information. And check them out. They're a local business right here in St. Louis that supports us here on We Are Live. Look. I, I think we you want to be on the right side of history. You want to be the good guy in the story. You want to be the hero. I understand the desire to make St. Louis uh, this Great wondrous again. city. And there are there are wondrous people that do live and work and do amazing things inside that city. I think we need to also spend as much energy and time giving our money and resources to those because it also positively reflects well on our city. Our education positively reflects well on our city. Our crime positively reflects on what people think of our city. There are government and its structure and infrastructure and bridges and the whole nine. That also positively reflects well on our city and our quality of life. Let's use that energy that we put focused on the blues and the cardinals let's also share that with everyone else in the city if you're wanting to brag about how great st louis is now if you're deep down inside don't give a shit then that's fine then say that but it feels as if the only time people who don't even live in the city want to brag about st louis is when these sporting franchises are doing extremely well and then all of a sudden the city is amazing from Danny in the comments, we are a high school city. We care about what th others think of us. <laughs> it's fair. Tommy's confused. It's very true. I'm not confused. I'm annoyed. At? I think he's generalizing a lot. In what way? Okay. Uh, Where? Not, well, like, I think we had this discussion before. Like, I don't think it's wrong for people to be excited about sports, first no. of all. Yeah. And right. second of all, I don't think that's all people get excited for. And I think you're wrong when you say that uh, the only time you hear people talk about stuff happening in St. Louis is when it's sports related, which isn't true. We have a great uh, music scene. We have a great comedy scene. Mm -hmm. We there, we have other stuff than sports. And to say that uh, they were um, n not putting on a show, but doing extra for pool holes, I think is, also not that fair because I think they were Pujols also does. Well, Pujols also does a lot for the city. Yeah, he still does. You're correct. But, but, he but didn't, Tommy, he didn't to be honest, he didn't leave on those terms. 
Uh, let's let's also let's reveal that time heals all wounds. Fans did not feel that way about Albert Pujols when he decided to do what was best for him and his family for several years after he left St. Louis. A lot of fans were very pissed off at Albert Pujols. They said so on talk radio. People and people are still are. So let's not act as if, though, it was, oh, we understand, Albert. It's all good now. That took time. The Cardinals basically being able to be successful in the interim while Albert's been gone. Let's sugarcoat this. Let's not... Let's not sit up here and pretend as if St. Louis was just genuinely rolling over for Albert Pujols when he left for California. I was in, under the impression that he didn't necessarily leave because he wanted to, but he left because not the union or whatever. Some, something was telling him, hey, if you take this, uh, uh, teams are more likely to pay players more in the future. So it was. Oh, that's every large, every star yeah, in that, baseball that was, does no, and that, does that feel was that what I. That was what. I, I was under the impression of. So I don't think he left because he necessarily wanted to. And I do think you're right. I think a lot of people still are mad. I just don't know if um, everybody was as mad as you think they were. Because I, just, I remember when he left. Yeah. No, nobody in my I remember people upset. burning jerseys. I remember that, <laughs> that being on a, TV. Yeah, I remember but like, jerseys being burned. Yeah, but like, that was a small... That was a but you're telling me... Are you guys seriously telling me that when Albert Pujols left... By the way, that narrative was created by people within the Cardinals organization to make it as if they gave a justified offer to Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols has stated on the record that the Cardinals came up short with their offer and he was very disappointed in the Cardinals. He was, he, this is, look, I'm going by what Albert Pujols has said. He said specifically, he was disappointed by the Cardinals offer and he felt more appreciated by Artie Moreno and the Anaheim Angels. That's why he took that deal. That's what Albert Pujols has said consistently on the record. But as you just pointed out, there were narratives easily created about Albert Pujols being selfish or Albert Pujols not doing what's best for him. And he was pressured into taking contracts because of the union. Those narratives were created by St. Louisans because St. Louisans were pissed off that he went to California. So let's also remember, it's been eight years since Albert's been back. Everyone's had a chance to completely think about the situation as a whole, and they're coming off less than a week of winning the Stanley Cup. There's no reason for St. Louis sports fans to be pissed off right now. They just did something they haven't done in 51 years. So let's take it all into account before we come to certain conclusions. And I would say with the contract stuff, when that happened, you still, even with comments made by pool holes, the How organization- How much did they give him? Uh, the Angels? Yeah. I can't remember exactly. The, the, Car- the Cardinals weren't offering... Um, $287 They did not offer that much money. Yes. I know that. They did not. See? I think they did they, not But that, that did not happen. That yeah. is, again, a narrative we... that was put out there. And, 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 Tommy, I don't know where you saw that, but I would disagree with that number. Okay. Just because of what I've been told. I would say whatever um, whatever the number was, it was significantly less and less years, and there was no personal services. Kind of, like, as a responsible human being... Yeah. In today's world, let's just acknowledge there was no effing way that he could have taken any other deal well, look, that that we know of. I mean that that's an all timer, and, and, and it went, to, and it yeah. went down horrifically for the Angels. Tommy made but, the appropriate point though too that uh, you know Pujols' presence is still felt in this city to this day because of off field stuff he does. In, in ways, being able to take more money allows you that versatility to be able to do things like that uh, in a city that you used to be. Also, do you blame them? I don't know. Oh I, don't, God, I don't get no. it. No, not, not with the way sports are run. Yeah. I, I will take right. the player side almost every time. You're not going to yeah. uh, 
see me taking an ownership side a whole lot when there's the money to be put like you pay your workers right. i mean mm-hmm. right i do want to i do want to i do want to i know and I, tommy did mention about generalizing and to that point you're right tommy i'm never one to say that to don't have fun if, if that if that's how you feel then that's how you feel and he deserved people i believe genuinely want to show love to albert pujos in st louis this weekend so you are correct that was a generalization i, I guess my overall point was that we only hear about at least on a mainstream level where it's talked about nationally we only use that time to talk about st louis when the sporting franchises are doing well so why not still use that same energy as you pointed out to point out the art scene and film scene and television scene and comedy scene and other scenes that are also prominent saying why not notables like Matt Seaback or other personalities who live in and around St. Louis that have tons of followers. Why aren't they trumpeting those things? You see what I'm saying? Uh, So if you can trumpet the what's going on with a multi-million dollar baseball player, couldn't you also highlight the amazing talent, the up and coming talent that moves to New York and moves to LA that are comedians and actors and television writers out of St. Louis, could you use that also to bring attention to the scene? Why isn't that energy spread to that as well? Well, and I think my argument with that is sports is way more in the mainstream than stand-up comedy. Yeah. Like we just had a... I was going to say NPR is probably doing a spotlight right now on a comic or something. We just had a comic... And also how we digest the information. Look look at us personally where we look for entertainment. I'll give you that. It's it's just going to be different. And like each one okay. of us is going to take that information differently where we, where we look for entertainment. So it's Tommy's right in saying that sports has, I mean, there's a sports page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's an entertainment pay, you know, entertainment section, but not, it's kind of more broad eight, and it's not, not, with not eight like reporters. On yeah. It. It's not. And, and by the way, let me point this out too. I, I don't want to let this go by. I don't know if you read Derek Gould's piece yesterday on Pujols mm-hmm. and the trade that almost was at the 2000 trade. Yeah. Deadline. Yes. Yes. That was good. What a fantastic breakdown of a myth that has been circulating around the ballpark for years. And still, a lot of it is myth. But Derek found a lot of the players involved, by players I mean executive scouts and literally players, and got their reaction and what they remember that was happening at the moment at that trade deadline when the Cardinals, you know, one of two – Albert Pujols was one of two players that was asked for in a trade, and it wasn't him that went. It was another person that went. But what a great piece by Derek in Sunday's paper. I wanted to point that out. Yeah, absolutely. If you haven't, uh, just check it out. Derek tweeted it out on Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, So overall, I really enjoyed the the homecoming, but I can't disagree with there is some self-congratulatory stuff happening yeah, and it's, with the people you're thinking. And that'll happen with anything. Yeah, you're going to always pat yourself on the back. To me, it's not and, and it's not the stuff that's happening now. It's like I said, give it three years. Let's wait three. Because here's what's going to – you're going you're gonna to be in a bar, sitting at that bar store. Hey, you know, a Cubs fan's going to walk in. And they're going to talk about the reception they gave. Uh, you know, like if, if, Javi, if Javi Baez left the Cubs and came back mm-hmm. – I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Cubs fans would treat him the same way, or like Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo's maybe Anthony Rizzo terrible. definitely comes yeah. to mind. If Rizzo ever left because he's the guy that was pe- part of the Cubs when they were trash, have, and he's the face of the team when they yeah. won the World Series. Yeah, he was like the first guy they went after to, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to turn it around. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, 
I think Javi Baez will be there eventually. Um, sure, I agree. But, like, I had people, I mean, would this happen in another city? And I'm like, well, yeah. Like, like if David yeah. Ortiz had left. When he went back ball, to Minnesota. Yeah, and come know, back many, to, <laughs> like, they were, yeah, he would be well-received in, in Boston. Look at what so, Chicago Bulls did for Derrick Rose. Look at what the Yankees do for their players. Look at what, they, what the Dodgers do for their players. Like, it's silly to think that St. Louis is the only place in the world that appreciates people who have given back to their communities. And that's, plus. Uh, that's really annoying. That's really annoying it's when other cities thinking. do the exact same thing. It is very insulated. Uh, to the point of, um, I, I guess, back to what Tommy was saying about the arts or whatever else, too. Mm-hmm. We, we just really do have to focus on the fact that we're, we're in separate. We, we only go into certain silos of stuff and mm-hmm. sports is so yes. in your face baseball's got 160 it's so easy games, too yeah yeah and it, it, it really it's is easy, but I, I guess I, I guess the only time people want to trumpet the city it feels like at least on the national level that it's only done when the sports teams are doing well not when major concerts or major festivals or major startups and major businesses are you know plopping in st louis the only time the notables on the media, social media, and just take that for what you will, who really trumpet St. Louis, they do it when the Blues or the Cardinals are doing well. And that's, look, that's proven. We, I, I look at a tweet right now of someone who's a, an alderman in the metro area. Hopefully those outside the STL will have a better understanding of what goes on here. This is what they're attributing to national stories on the PGA Championship, the St. Louis Blues run, and Albert's return. Like for you to put that much emphasis into sports and how it directly affects everyone's day-to-day lives is so naive and out of touch. But I think you know what sucks but is I if we think... had our stuff in a pile, then we wouldn't care. Like it's fine. I think we should all get to celebrate the sports side of it. But it sucks because it appears because we have our other stuff that's really disorganized, messed up, and horrific at times. It sucks because uh, we don't get to celebrate the icing that we're putting on the cake. Yeah, it is what you guys are kind of saying, right? Where it's like, wait a sec, you should I, I think not Abby's, celebrate Abby, sports. Abby said, it on, Abby said it on last Friday. She said it perfectly. She was like, hey, we're celebrating this Stanley Cup, but also I know as a journalist, I have to keep a balance because literally just six hours prior, a young girl was gunned down in a drive-by. Yeah. So what, what I'm not saying that you cannot celebrate sports, but I think it's important to provide perspective. Sports can't move your city as much as you think it can. It can make your city excited for the moment. It can bring out deep-rooted traditions and passions, but that doesn't drive your city. So stop saying to the world that this is St. Louis. No, it's not. It's a snapshot. Let's yeah. not let's stop kidding ourselves. It's a well, snapshot. Stop making it bigger than what it is. And the tweet you referenced, though, I think there's reality to that, though, is is part of it. Like because you're saying it yourself right there. Stop doing stop being that identity. But the reality is right. that that identity is there. So, right. It's it's breaking away from that. Some and I don't have an answer on how to do that. Yeah, and that's that's the problem too. Sorry. Yep. Well, we'll yep. try and figure it out on this <laughs> podcast. You know who can help us figure out a lot of things. I don't know if you knew this, but the first two days, yeah, the first two days we started this program, Chris and I figured out sexism and racism back to back nights, solved them both. 
Within, You're welcome. Within three months of the program, uh, our, our talking made it to the New York Times. So oh, yeah, you F, fixed F any of you I'll guys let Candace Owens go. You're yeah. welcome, Chevs. Uh, you know who would help this situation? <laughs> St. Louis Counseling Services. They've been improving lives since 1955. They also have a podcast with Tom Duff, executive director. He speaks to folks of business, sports, motivation, they're here for you. They break down the mental illness stigma on mental health matters each and every week. But back to St. Louis Counseling, you can check out stlouiscounseling.org. You can call them today, 314-544-3800, or just send them an email, support at stlouiscounseling.org. They've got counseling services, school partnership programs, employee assistance programs. They're here. They're here for you, St. Louis. That's right. They can help you put things together at a very, very, very effective rate. Guys, thank you uh, again to St. Louis Counseling Services for working with us. So overall, I, a good thing for oh, the yeah. weekend. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good weekend. It was a good weekend. Those are the only things I specifically wanted to point out. And, and look, I get very giddy when I see St. Louis athletes do very well. Jason Tatum's of the world, Brad Beal's of the world. When those guys go off and they pursue their dreams, even the, the Kachuk family, all their sons that go off and do well in the NHL, I think that's really cool. But I also get the same satisfaction and enjoyment out of seeing companies that start here in St. Louis and blossom into national names. I love seeing, you know, when we hear about comedians, we hear about the convies of the world. They go out to California and they produce for major TV shows. Like, I love hearing those stories and I wish we would trumpet that in the same vein as we do perhaps sports here in St. Louis. I think we can match that same energy. I think that's what really can make a city great. Legitimate question, and I, don't, I maybe I'm shooting myself in the foot here because I love the uh, the flow that's going here. Personally, do you 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 go to Twitter when you're excited, right, Travis? Do you feel yeah. like you share that kind of stuff like you no. do sports things? No. I would categorically say no, you don't. And I'm not trying to make it personal. But I am kind no, of... No, no, no. Go ahead. No, you know, so you're not going to take to the streets and be like, so-and-so signed... I mean, well, I, that's not a good example. You're maybe not going to trumpet it like you would and have an ongoing conversation if uh, when the Cortex uh, adds on five new businesses. Not saying you wouldn't retweet well, an article and say, that's Let's do that from great. now on, then. What if that but became us? That could be our thing. That could let's be our do thing. It. Positivity Patrol, which I'm down with and is a very good thing, but I'm just saying the general public... It's not going to create as much insight and information just because it's not as fun to be like, hey, they hit a dinger. Like, yeah. I get that. Oh, I get it. I see what you're saying. No, I, I, but I, I guess I'm thinking about overall quality of life. And I think what provides the better return or the, the most on your return? I think sure. it is very cool to go down to Bush Stadium and cheer on the home team. I've been cheering for the Cardinals since I was four years old. I love it. I love what it's done for the city. That's great. Now, imagine if we take some of that passion and excitement and we improve quality of life around us. Wouldn't that extend that level of satisfaction that we see? Wouldn't that bring more direct enjoyment to the way we live our lives? And we know we can walk I'll down tell safer you, streets. Yeah, but are when you gonna... we know our kids can go to better schools. Can't we also, when we know that there will be jobs waiting for us out of college, can't we also still exercise that same excitement and energy towards those as well? Because that takes energy, that takes foresight, and that takes time and patience. So I'm going to say no are you... because people want instant gratification and they okay, want something that go. impacts them personally. 
they can immediately yes. be impacted personally is. by a baseball game or a hockey game or a football that, game or a basketball but game. But everybody cares. I know, Tommy. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's right. I, I'm not telling you what's right or wrong. That's why the I'm Simpsons, telling you what is. The Simpsons we are the worst. <laughs> People are the worst. That's what we're learning. The Simpsons no, taught us with God. Mark McGuire. Everything gets exposed and he goes, hey, hey I'm going to hit some dingers. Everybody just looks away oh, from all the problems. Okay, yeah, that's how that's it goes. Good. That's uh, that's who we are. So. And you know what? As somebody... But I mean, I think Tommy, t- I kind of want to make it relatable to Tommy because I, I think Tommy is timid to jump in here because it's sports, but I'll, I'll try yeah. to find maybe an avenue that's comfortable for you. I, I think there are times where we romanticize someone to a point where it can jeopardize what we truly stand for. For example, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. before Me Too was the most highly touted, respected comedian in the industry. And everyone who attached themselves to Louis C.K. attached themselves to the Louis C.K. brand. And then all of a sudden, word comes out that Louis C.K. is a perv, a creep, an asshole. And so now those people, they're gonna have to start putting their relationships with other comedians and Louis C.K. into perspective. What I'm saying is let's have perspective. Let's say I love Louis C.K. for his comedy and stop attaching yourself to who the brand is and who the person is. Because when you do that, you're leaving yourself to be disappointed each and every time. And I think we lionize sports too much in our society when we know there are horrific things that are going on outside of our door. I'm not saying no, don't be happy. I'm saying stop lionizing it. Stop making, what do they say on 40 year old version? Stop putting the pussy on the pedestal. Like, let's calm down. Let's bring it down to to eye to eye. Let's put everything into perspective. Stop making something out bigger than what it really is. I was not expecting I, that. I mean, if you're going to quote. not expecting that. If you're going to quote 40-year-old version, I'm going to quote uh, our, uh, our idol, Rust Cole. I think human consciousness is a tragic misstep in evolution. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to keep going? Mm-hmm. We came too aware. Nature created an aspect of nature separate from itself. We're creatures that should not exist by natural law. <laughs> we are things that labor. aliens helped us. We are things that labor under the illusion of having a self, an accretion of sensory experience and feeling, programmed with total assurance that we are each somebody, when in fact everybody is nobody. Maybe the honorable thing for our species to do is deny our programming, stop reproducing, walk hand in hand into extinction. One last midnight, brothers and sisters opting out of a raw deal. Mm. And scene. Okay. I think that's the that's only good. way to end it. That's why I was listening. I mean, to stop it. putting pussy on a pedestal. As a cop, 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 cop. <laughs> I mean, we kind of said the same thing. <laughs> I think we just stop lionizing sports. That's my overall point, Tommy. I, stop I making need... sports to be the be all in all the safe cities and now, save our souls. Now it's let not. somebody now let somebody attack LeBron's character and watch him <laughs> lose his mind about all the good stuff that LeBron's done, Travis. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I, I again. I said, look, no. I was look. I defended. I was. A, I defended Albert Pujols at every turn because I knew what he had given to the city. I knew what he had done in the community. So when he took the deal in Anaheim, I was disappointed, but I didn't hate the guy. The funny thing is, the vast majority of St. Louis hated the guy. The vast majority of St. Louis Cardinal fans hated the guy. So for them to now turn around and let's not pretend as if. They were just the most gracious people when the guy decided to do what he thought was wait, best for him and his family. Wait, you're saying that at certain moments, at instances, instances, people mm-hmm. can be irrational and emotional. There you go. That can happen? It, it is very possible. Okay. I just, can so we all that, 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 okay. But that's why, I think, that's why I think people just shouldn't lionize things because that is 
frankly right. irrational behavior. Okay. I'd like to I'd like to also state that um, let's call this what it is too. It's for the mo it does so if you have an attractive mate and they take another opportunity and maybe you weren't keeping yourself uh, to the standards you said you would or whatever, it hurts if they take off. It hurts if they take off. That I think the Saint Louis, I think Travis, what you're saying was the, there was a, a large, large. It was a vocal minority. They were super loud. I don't think the majority of people, if you earnestly spoke to them in the St. Louis area and laid out all the facts, would say, "Hmm, that sounds like a stupid decision," and I still hate it. I'd have to go back and see if there was polling data from that time. <laughs> I think, and then I'd have to ask who can vote in these things. Yeah, as well. right. Who there's has a lot? There's a lot of layers to try and figure who out. Who has time at one p.m. on a on a Tuesday to answer their <laughs> rotary phone for the pollster? Uh, no, I think what you need to just admit or realize is that people got their feelings hurt and they didn't like yeah. the idea of having to look in the mirror and say, I'm sad that Elwood's not going up to bat for my Cardinals. Like, that's what they were dealing yes. with. Is that a good voice, Tommy? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that Russ Cole quote got him down. <laughs> uh, but I think that's what you were dealing with as well, that people aren't willing to embrace the uh, the true sadness that they had with a baseball player taking right it was but, but but i think even if you look at some of the messages people have said about the blues run and the albert's return is they always end it with f you stan Kroenke." Well, I mean, what I does one have to do with the other but no no i i, I, I don't well maybe i i don't know i think but it feels as if it. that in order for you to celebrate something it's it's always to spite something else that's not how it works you well, should that's be how genuinely spite works. happy well yeah that's how spite works but you I know should i know that very well happy because you're happy you should be happy because the blues won you should be happy because albert's back and all the great memories he brought it shouldn't because uh stan Kroenke in a business letter to try to enhance a real estate deal uh talk bad about your city sports scene like that shouldn't that one thing doesn't have to do with the other. And for St. Louis, it's like you make one slide against the city. And it's to Chris's point, people are so afraid to look in the mirror that when you acknowledge it, people get so offensive. They get so sensitive. Instead of just getting concerned about the issue at hand, they get so worried that someone in another city said something so bad about them. That's uh, the biggest concern. That's to, silly to me. To take this another direction real quick, uh, I needed to acknowledge Michael Gaines, former producer of this show. Um, because he tweeted at me and pointed something out that is extremely accurate for those that understand. It was in particular to the home run call from Dan McLaughlin on Pujols' home run on Saturday. Now, listen here. And the 2-1 pitch to Albert Pujols. Albert hits it a ton out to deep left. He gave us 11 years of memories we'll never forget. He's just given us another. Now, Michael Gaines very accurately pointed out to me that had a lot of Jim Nance in that call. A lot of Jim yeah, Nance, yeah. if you listen to the tone. Very scripted. Uh, well, it's, I think it's even the tone in which it's said and the rhythm in which, in the way mm. he talked, that it was very Nance-esque in there. He gave us 11 years, and now he just gave us another, like that. Uh, it's just, here, uh, rem remember yeah. that clip. Remember, remember yeah. that intonation uh -huh. and that rhythm. 
after the show, Tommy, I'm going to show, show you a couple clips of Jim mm-hmm. Nance, who I like, but I like to make fun of Nance. He has th- things we call Nanceisms, where he mm-hmm. will use puns in a way for final calls on mm-hmm. events or come up with something ahead of time to mm-hmm. say to make sure he puts his mark Open that on. cage. It looks like Tiger. Doors again. Yeah, so it's something. But we can play the back-to-back yeah, we'll, for you so you can understand we'll a little more. Yes. So, but I needed to point out the, the, the tone and the rhythm there. Definitely. I, I kind of smiled when I saw that. I'm like, you know what? Dan probably even jokingly did that for himself as well. Like, I can most certainly see that. Uh, Is I, Tommy I, playing Pokemon Go? Nope. We, oh, God. We got a good Pokemon Go story from the Ooh, weekend. Yeah, I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I God. saw I saw. I saw a domestic dispute over Pokemon this weekend. Hey, is something going on where it's fired back up? Because, uh, and and maybe it's just the weather, or I'm paying attention to you because of you said it. I see little packs of nerds everywhere now, and they are rocking and rolling around that park. It's not only summer, but it's also they just put out the Harry Potter game. (laughs) Oh, no. That works just about the same. Which, it's not as good. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> do you like how do you like how Tommy was despondent and ready to jump off a cliff five seconds ago? You say Pokemon. I still am. We're not out of the woods yeah, yet. Right, no, right, no, right. no. I, I'm still annoyed with Travis. I think that he's... <laughs> hey, 12 years, buddy. Get used to it. <laughs> really, before we move say, on... Ask 14 years. Before we move on, this year, uh, Flyover is going to have its third year. Uh, a great comic was just on the risk podcast which is a national podcast oh we had and him on our, our yeah. on our show and it, it was weekend. amazing and he's also releasing an album next year uh and one of another comic from st louis just had a thing on comedy central so i'm gonna leave it at that and then that's it that's all that's all i gotta say there's good things okay, good okay. and to that point i want the same people who and to that point i want the same people who showed all that energy going down to downtown st louis to check out the parade and every blues game that they showed during the playoffs i want them to have that same energy for flyover to support local comics and that's i want you point. to have the same energy to other stuff but i know you I won't want- <laughs> the people who care about comedy. Oh, here it goes. Literally, people, literally people. had a show. Literally start a show that showcases St. Louis comics. Doesn't showcase <laughs> Travis. Doesn't showcase Chris. Literally so you're putting saying, other comedians on. Literally putting other comedians we got on. So nasty. you're saying Chris it doesn't. Didn't, Chris didn't hire you because he thought you were smart or cute around the office and you had the nicest outfits. He hired you because he thought you were funny and a comic. And I so am. the idea that I wouldn't and this program wouldn't support I am. comedians in St. Louis is not only hysterical, you should apologize to Mrs. Gregory, Mama Denman, and all the people who have had the sacrifice over the last three and a half years no. just for their two dumbass sons to put other comedians in their city on. No. <sighs> all right. I'm not going to do that. What was I going to say? I'm not going to do that. 848, the show. If it, does, if it doesn't involve you, you don't care. That's that's what I just gathered if from If it that. doesn't involve sports me. doesn't involve you, you don't like it. It's, Chris, proved I was, ho- I was doing stand-up point. two years before we started doing radio. Literally, we start doing shows, live shows, programs centered around comedians. At what point did Travis put himself front and center? I mean, Daily. You, but you can't. Okay, but I'm messing with you. My point is, you can't sit there and go, "Well, these other people need to show the same amount of 
respect for comedy. Yes, I can. You know why, Tommy? Because I lived thing. in St. Louis. I was born and raised there. I'm not going to change your mind. You're not going to change literally mind. trans. No, everyone else transports to St. Louis, and then unless the Cardinals and Blues are doing well, it's a shitty city. That's bullshit. That people only want to talk about the good of the city I'm once something well goes on. So that's what I'm saying. So why? So why? So why do you want to argue with me with for wanting Here's to put why. comedians on, Here's put why. actors on, television, other people on outside of sports in St. Louis? Which is because, why this show is great. Because for 45 minutes. <laughs> why I love you, damn it. Because for 45 minutes, no one was yelling. That's why we're doing this right yep, now. That's, you guys we are, got uncomfortable. Yep, yep. We didn't know what to do. Yep. Uh, and we just started yeah. shit to start shit because now uh, we have yeah, to do it like this. Right. So I'm going to yell at you assholes. Oh, and I want Blues fans to admit I want Blues fans yeah. to admit you only feel comfortable in downtown St. Louis if you're partying with drunk white people like you were at the parade. Yeah. It's very true. That's what I'm getting at. Stay away from the state streets. <laughs> <laughs> look look at us. Virginia? We oh, my God. God. You know what happens Utah. on the state I almost, streets. I almost bought a house on Virginia at one <laughs> point. Fucking ass. Real, real, St. Louis, real, St. Louis, real quick, I can get my ass oh. beat on Grand just as easy as I can on Arkansas, okay? Yeah. <laughs> true. I mean, you can just get your ass Very beat, true. period. Yeah. That's fair, yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Rocchio no, chiming just, in. It's the same people, now it's the same people who say, Travis. Chris. Travis, Matt Rocchio has chimed in, our uh, good friend, former voice on say? the show at 590, would run our board, and then he would be make himself the sixth voice, but he would be the strongest sixth voice you've ever we heard in your damn life. I love Rocky. We should have Rocky in just to, so her, for just him and to Travis scream to argue. At each other. Yes. <laughs> God, I love Rocky. We did. Rocky was so great. Time, but go and ahead. He just says he feels comfortable now that people are screaming again. Yeah. <laughs> That's a guy who sat there and watched our idiot show for. Like, we're sitting there like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing with our, our lives? Excuse yeah. me. Our intern wants to uh, take control. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah. Stop the screaming. <laughs> I feel like I'm with my dad. Uh, <laughs> So I was playing Pokemon. The one from Lowe's? No, that was my mom. Uh, okay. Oh, this. Well, I this thought you were looking for. I thought you were looking for uh, father figures at Lowe's. No, they. Oh, okay. God. Is this is this the story? This is the story. Okay. Tommy told me this over the I weekend. I sent. I just. I sent a text to Gardner. I was doing this thing called a raid in Pokemon Go. Which oh no! Just okay. listen, okay? Just listen. <laughs> it's not as terrible as you think. Remind me to go back to a comment from Marcus in the okay. uh, in the comments. So in Pokemon Go, you got these things called raids. A bunch of players get together and they fight. Uh, a large Pokemon with like high uh, HP, and you try to get it down so you can catch it. It's normally a legendary. Okay. So where was this taking place? This was taking place in front of a church, which makes the story a oh little boy. bit better. Oh boy. In in granite. In granite, yeah. Okay. He he left because he doesn't want to hear about Pokemon. I get it. Uh, so we're all sitting in front of this church, and we all go in. All right. And inside the church? No, no. We all go inside the raid. Okay. And we're all sitting around. In the so there's like a virtual thing. So yes. ten feet that way there's a raid happening on your game. Yes. Yeah. But physically can, on there's ground. nothing physically I happening. Get it. But, but you, you have can to go move. inside in get your it. game. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna go back to what I told Gardner because I think it's funny. Uh, uh, so he this guy was playing and his wife interrupts him and he goes off on her. Like like we're like called her? He was there. She was there. She right? was with us because you have to be there. And he, he starts going off on her, and he uh, he calls her a bunch of names and stuff. He, like, uh, listen, you wizard puff. Like, is that? No, he did uh, not call her that. Called her? Oh, Can I say okay. the word? It? Why don't we just say, uh, see you it. next Cent Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He it's, called her the oh, Jesus. He yeah. called her the big word, and they start going oh, back no. and forth. And, it, and like, 
It's getting heated. Wait, t- so Tommy's <laughs> texting me this. And this is all in the middle of a Pokemon raid. Yeah, it's, all it's a, a Pokemon, Pokemon raid. <laughs> I told you this was a good one, Travis. A guy <laughs> in the middle of a bleeping Pokemon so, raid gets upset at okay, his wife. So this guy is <laughs> trying to catch a giant whale, which is basically what the Pokemon is. He's trying to... This guy, also giant whale. could be doubling as his wife. I don't know. <laughs> you got to wait for the end here, though. He's <laughs> smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he's, he's tapping and smoking. He's yelling at his wife. The wife's yelling back. And the way the wife ends it, she goes, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't even be playing this game if I didn't pay the phone bill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's That's... And then I, I just, my window was down, and I was, I was kind of watching. I was like, "Ooh, ooh, that was good." <laughs> Tommy's telling me this. I'm like, he called her what? And kept yelling at her. And I'm like, okay, like, like got, my, my thing is like, did someone need to call the cops? Because this guy's kind of really aggressive. Intent. But I said, how did she respond? And then Tommy told me, and I'm like, oh, she's got this. this yeah, is I'm how, like, she good. <laughs> this is how I, yeah, I imagine did, yeah. this is how they correspond every day. Yeah. If, if he's getting upset about a game, but people really do get that upset about this game. There, when uh, when uh, Pokemon first came out, you can pick your team. You can pick Valor, Instinct, or Mystic. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, who you you can pick three different teams: <laughs> Valor, Instinct, and Mystic. That's our poll question tomorrow. Are you team Valor, Instinct, or Mystic? Well, if you choose Instinct. Uh, uh, anyway, I got, team, a, I got a segment a, idea. Sorry, go ahead. I'm team Valor, right? Uh, but people used to get in fights on street corners in Granite over the teams they were on. <laughs> God damn it. Can I? Can you make? Uh, can you make can, them fight? Can so I make that my video? great American race for the rest of the year? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get that bad anymore. Careful but there now. was there's there's plenty of uh, plenty of black. Some bros in our crews. Oh, I'm Is sure. It? But uh, <laughs> Granite. But I once saw a guy get his nose broken over Pokemon Go. <laughs> it was right outside the library. It was great. Oh my god. Someone punched him? Did he yeah. fall? Did someone, yeah, was, so, it, was, it, was it a good piece up? Was, was it a raid? Like, ah! Was it during a raid? Because it can get yeah. crazy. No, no, no. no. Right. So what, what was, was going on? Was it the Tommy uppercut? Yeah. No. <laughs> show us, please. <laughs> nah. Come on, show us. Anyway. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> plot twist I broke his nose. <laughs> so there's this little square in Granite. It's the downtown square. We got a movie theater, a library. Granite City, Illinois. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got a movie theater, a library. It's crackheads all over. Movie theater, oh. a library, uh, city hall and a park all right next to each other. And so what you can do is you can make a little circle around there and you can spin Pokestops, which is how you get items and experience. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's just, so So when the Jesus game first Christ. came out and there was hundreds of people playing, you'd have like 40 people walking around these squares. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you know, and it was fun. And uh, one night there was, this, there was this guy and this other guy and uh, he, he, one was on Team Valor and one was on uh, Team Mystic, and uh, they got into it. A so, what bit. was their argument about? No, no, no. Valor and Mystic, they dance at uh, 2 p.m. at Roxy's over uh-huh. on Brooklyn. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're, you're all mixed up here. I think my dad probably knows <laughs> it. Yeah, anyway, so, yeah, they got a good steak sandwich. So, you were, anyway. were you getting Pokemon at stage three? Is this what I'm hearing here? I've Is never been there, so okay. I don't get the joke, but I want to. Uh, so, oh, so they're walking around, and oh, they, uh, these guys with Valor and Mystic, they, they start going back and forth. And like you get like. So what's the trash talk like while they're arguing? Your team sucks. 
Yeah, your team sucks. It's like Mets Yankees. Mets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, there's no you, real. You act like you got a you got a big Excalibur sword plus yeah. seven when you're really working with a dagger minus two. Yeah, it's basically right? Jeter D&D, sucks, buddy. Well, it works. It's, so, it's Jeter sucks or Donez sucks kind of argument here is what I'm. So getting. the guy on Mystic, I guess he gets tired of it. He he's like <laughs> he's got his phone in one hand and I assume he's catching a Pokemon and he takes his hand and he just like. Into into this other guy's nose, and he knocks him on the ground, and his like nose is. But it wasn't bleeding. even like a. Pun- it was like a. Yeah. It was like, like a, a back really away? hard. But it was enough like a to backhand. Knock yeah, but it was so enough. Wait, he broke the guy's he... nose while catching the Pokemon. Yeah, it was like a backhand wow, punch. Wow, that's pretty bad. But it was huh? enough that it knocked this guy on his back, and then he like. That's when my mom was like, "All right, time to go." Oh uh, man, both white guys. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> they, they looked exactly how you think they do. Oh, man. <laughs> so are we giving the guy credit for connecting? No. Yeah, it was, a, it was totally it a, was a fluke. It was over Pokemon. It was a fluke, wasn't it? He was trying to catch a Zubat and got a little too excited. Yeah, that'll okay. happen with I, We are doing a new segment tomorrow where you say you come up with – we have to find an alternative – that's funny, and it's going to be Pokemon names or businesses. You know, just create where's, where's, it, where's Pokemon created? Yeah, it should be Pokemon Niantic. names. It should be Pokemon uh, names because I didn't. He said Zubat. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, yeah, did anyone you not play the did, like, just let him roll with that? Don't say no, it like he's a no. dork. For I enough. played it one time. Right. Did you not see the second Pikachu? You're the loser in that situation. You just turned into an arrogant sports fan with your damn Pokemon. I didn't get up. I don't want to hear from you anymore, Mr. Mosslander. Where does Pokemon come from? Where do you what do you mean? Where's it created? What it was created in Japan. And we need Japanese businesses or Pokemon uh, or Pokemon character names. Do you want me to just create I feel like a this bunch is of borderline racist as hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, see, here's why oh, it's Travis not. Travis Trell on brand, per here's, usual. Here's the thing. If you just create the Pokemon names, it's not necessarily racist because now I think some of it gets made in it's the U.S. created. <laughs> some of it gets made in the U.S. and also the Pokemon names aren't um, Japanese a lot of the times. And also okay. Pokemon doesn't okay. take place on this planet, so... Oh, see what so I meant by racist as hell? That's what I, was, that was what I was alluding to. What if I... What if it was, what if it was Pokemon Swiss? Name is about, Japanese. It takes place I, I in the Kanto region. I'm Lars, it was made there. It takes place in the Kanto region, the Johto region, the Sinnoh region. Japanese can take care of themselves. I'm trying to think of the other regions. There's like six of them now. We'll figure it out. How about that? We'll figure it out. I need to say this. I had a comment from Marcus I really wanted to read, and... He was going off in the comments for Travis. Uh, give me just a second. Oh. And Marcus, um, Travis, you, Marcus. you be nice to Marcus. Boston, Darian, Marcus, Sulardians, be nice to mm-hmm. him because he could do some damage for you. <laughs> what a, happened? What's... He's a good ally to have. You got to catch uh, me first. You got to catch me first. No, I'm saying team up with Marcus. He's a good teammate to have because uh, you ain't What did he say? Marcus. Uh, he wants people to keep the same energy when it's money talk for the public schools and tax bases in uh, in St. Louis as well. I think uh, I think that echoes your sentiment. Yeah, especially if you're gonna brag. If you're gonna be the one doing the bragging, it's like when Americans say we're the greatest country ever. Well, what are you willing to do to ensure that? And if you're gonna sit up here and say St. Louis is turn the corner because they've won a Stanley Cup. What else are you willing to do to ensure that St. Louis continues to turn that corner? Because that's just only a small part. Are you willing to commit yourself to the full turnaround? Are you willing to commit that same energy, at least, to some type of turnaround outside of sports? That's the bigger question I have. Of course they are. 
We'll see. Uh, they also, are not. Uh, Rocchio wasn't sure if uh, no. when I spoke he should be upset or uh, happy oh. about uh, <laughs> its contributions formerly on the show. Guys, we'll take a break. It's been a very fun first hour. If you missed any of it, you can go back and download it on iTunes. You can watch the video on Facebook. Be sure to share. And if you haven't yet, if you're subscribed on iTunes, if you're not, throw us a review. We love those five stars. Helps us out in the search function quite a bit. Huge thanks to everybody for tuning in for the first hour. We're going to get Gardner a menthol. We'll be back for hour number two right after this. I'm going to evolve a Pokemon.